Miss Janelle, what's up? What's up? Chilling. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, for all the listeners, C Major could not be with us. He is, he is fighting the cartel. <laughs> he's bringing our people home. No, let me chill. Let me chill. I, I need to stop joking while he's actually <laughs> waiting. We want him to return safely. Yes. He's enjoying himself. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we've learned some things in his absence I mean, about how he's been lacking yeah so I for guess he can be safe our listeners there's a whole sound i'm i'm taking over the producer's seat on this lovely app that we use to record and what i've discovered is all of our sounds are here <laughs> all of the sounds you asked for that you that you tell us we we don't play anymore they're right here they're right here. Never All of them. Doesn't do it. He just doesn't. He just refuses to hit a button. Showed up. Like. What do do? Some of your some of your favorites. Oh boy. I mean, they're just here. Oh, I mean. <laughs> what the? What's going on? It's craziness. They're the all here. We even got extra. Sh- Look, oh, this is a classic. Slim. You got the poverty jam? Yes. <laughs> They're all here, is what I'm saying. And he just does not hit the button. <laughs> Labeled. Yeah, clear as clear as clear as day. So C major. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, seriously, we want him to return no, safely. He's uh, a br- he's he's taking a much needed vacation with his mm-hmm. lovely woman, and I'm hoping that they're enjoying themselves, um, yeah. and make it back safely. So rest. Shout up, out to oh yeah, oh. when you get back. <laughs> Huh. I'll see. Oh, and the next week you're out, right, Miss Janelle? Yes. So Miss Janelle will be out. I'll take care of CJ next week. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And then when you return, we'll both take care of him yes. again. <laughs> okay, as long as we're on track there. All right. To open up the show, I'm not going to ask how your week is. We it, it's becoming Monday, so yeah, I try to find weeks. fuck the weeks, fuck fuck our regular lives. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like we enjoy them, but it's kind of I mean it's Monday through Friday. What do you want, people? <laughs> um, we're gonna get into this list I found that says uh eight vagina eating mistakes you should avoid. Mm. Now, Miss Janelle, you've have you ever put your mouth on another woman in this way? I think we talked about this as have you in the <clears throat> have you thought about it? Have you? I had a, I had a threesome situation 
mm-hmm. where I looked at the labia. Got you. I did not put my face in it. Got you. Yes. Miss Janelle did not put her face. When she, when she <laughs> see her out in the streets, and you see her with me out in the streets. That's not. That's, that's not. not how it's going. That's not how it's going. A lot of y'all. Any woman work, walking with me gets labeled, and we're not going to do that to Miss Janelle. It's already been done so many times. We're going to get right into these mistakes. Uh, and uh, we're just going to see, see if we agree with them or not. Okay. All right. All right. Let's just do that. Actually using your teeth. <laughs> now, here's some wild shit, though. Okay. I disagree. Oh, I knew this list was going to. I like this. Where's where's these sounds? Where's let me some. Let me see if we could. Okay. <laughs> like this. I like that. But let me tell you, the very special set of circumstances. Okay. There was a period in my life where I resided in Baltimore mm-hmm. and had a true Baltimore player in my life, and he had a gold tooth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was rude. I should have kept that inside. I'm gonna tell the homie you said that though too. <laughs> So, I'll say in that instance, if you ever find yourself with a gentleman with a gold tooth, it's not always bad mm. if they Using utilize said gold tooth. All right. Well, we're not talking about munching, like actual chewing, but just <laughs> maybe a, yeah, a, just a little a, rub, a little, yeah. a little, you know, I feel it's, you, a nice, I feel it's, a, it's a cool sensation when it's gold, when it's okay. gilded. <laughs> okay. Let's move <laughs> Number two, not enough foreplay. So one common mistake is jumping right into it without the foreplay. The the vagina needs some time to be aroused. Activate and engage in her whole body. Let the vagina be the last thing you touch. I do not necessarily agree with this one. Okay. Give me the science. All right. The reason why I don't agree with this, this is my party starter. This is the arouse. Okay. This is the arouse. Now, why I said necessarily is because I don't just jump right in. I agree Mm -hmm. with that. But it don't take me a long time to jump right in. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, if 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 your caress game is nice, if you're, if, if, if you can, you know, gently caress gently kiss certain other areas of the body i think you can i don't think you have to wait too long right to get right. to get to business so i'm i'm a i'm halfway on that one what about and depending you? on what your partner likes that might not be the last place that they want you to get to yeah that's Some my people, other good point good point you so is it, is it the live. it's not it's the finisher for me mm-hmm. personally I would like that last in our in, in in our situation. It is not the finisher from most people, is what I've learned. Mm-hmm. It's the warm up. So let's get moving. Let's go on to number three. Only paying attention to the clit. It's a big mistake, according to this list. I have to agree with this one. Yeah, 
I think, yeah, let's go ahead and give that. We don't have a bell, but we have something like. Yeah. 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 That was a little bit forceful cheer and applause. Uh, yeah, the clit is not the only thing you should pay attention to. A lot of the area is sensitive. And if you approach it, and and, and this is part of learning your partner, right? Like, mm-hmm. not everybody is super clip stimulated you got to go around you got to explore you got to talk to your partner find Mm -hmm. out where it is that you know when when they say right there pay attention to that and stay right there (laughs) motherfuckers want (laughs) to sometimes motherfuckers want to do their own thing oh you like that well i got something else no right no No. nigga she (laughs) says stay right there like what the they nobody ask you to be motherfucking (laughs) national treasure who's that motherfucker just go exploring and finding no they said stay right stay there. Right there stay right there indiana jones you ain't gotta go nowhere else all right number four not using your hands how do you feel about that one miss Chappelle? again it, de- it depends on the day Sometimes no hands. Sometimes mm-hmm. the hands get it going. Mm-hmm. Be ready. Again, know your person. Be ready. Sometimes the spice up is I don't always go just head first. Got you. Yeah. I'm going to size you up with mm-hmm. some razzle dazzle. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some days, hey man, that, all I need is your face. Some days, your hands get in there and get to work and mm-hmm. woohoo! Yeah. And then, okay. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I I don't think that's a hard like that's a a rigid. Rule. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm kind of uh, for me, hands are needed mm. for obvious reasons, and then for non-obvious reasons. <laughs> This says the tongue may be the star of the show, but the fingers are the best supporting actor. While you're eating with your mouth, don't forget to use your hands to caress breasts, inner thighs, or belly. Use your fingers to stimulate the G-spot too and watch her soul leave her body. Sometimes all the fingers are doing are gripping my thighs. And- <laughs> there you go. Like I said, it depends on the day. depends yeah. on what's going on. <laughs> And that could be stimulating. Just the gripping. Very true. You're like, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're hungry, huh? <laughs> Number five, going too fast. You're not a vibrator, so don't mm. try to be one. When it comes to, to pleasuring her, rhythm is important. Be gentle. Doing too much at the same time can be a turnoff. Less is more. I have to agree with this one. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, though, cause okay. The homie hit me with a technique <laughs> <laughs> that was really fast and very, 
And so I'm like, Slim, how the fuck did you? How? What the? He said, <laughs> he said, if you've been you playing video know. games as long as I have. <laughs> Yo, I said, fair enough. That motherfucker's <laughs> dexterity is on is on a hundred. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at that. I've never experienced that, but okay, that's a different take. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Number six. Sometimes you need Nas. Sometimes. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> okay, it's the Fast and Furious <laughs> approach. Got you. Stopping too soon. Don't treat oral sex like foreplay. Treat it like the main thing. Don't just lick it for two seconds. It takes time for her to reach her orgasm. If you're not going to give it your time, then don't even bother. I'm not sure if I always <laughs> want to get there. By that, you know what I'm saying, like. To me, well, in some cases, you could use it as a warm-up. Yeah. And it works. So I'm not necessarily rolling with this one. Nah. I, and I'm the type where if I... if I, I might just go to sleep. If, if, I, <laughs> if I bust, I might just go... And I want, I want to do some other things, too. So sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, Slim, I'm going to need you to relax. I gotta, I gotta get this other thing off. Cause if I, if I you hit the be by yourself. If I hit the ooey one more again, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> the party done. Like I, I can't help you. So um, <laughs> hit the ooey once. That's, that's, I like that. Changing the rhythm when you know she's about to orgasm. Oh, this is that's yeah, rude. That's rude as fuck. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Fuck that. We already. If we are, if this is the mission, right? Because we just talked about sometimes it's not the mission, but mm-hmm. if this is the mission, and you and you know it's you, you got clues. It's coming. It's it's you right yeah. there. You know, <laughs> I don't care if your neck's cramping. I don't care if you got lockjaw. I don't give a fuck who <laughs> your tongue tied, your teeth stuck in a certain position. You better keep rocking. Yeah, man. That's... You got to power through. Yeah, you got to power through. Yeah. Uh, constantly asking, are you about to come? This is just. I think this is just in, with sex in general. Don't that's ask that. behavior. Yeah. Nah, you're not doing that. That's a... Mm. And there you go. There's the list of the eight things. The eight common mistakes you should avoid. This was okay. by at B condoms on Instagram. So Wait. <laughs> I don't know what they're 100% about. I think they... St- sell products and things but to help with black love so we're gonna <laughs> mm. shot them out slightly but I thought that was an interesting list to open up the show welcome 
to the episode. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host, Chanel. And as you know, or as I mentioned before, C Major is out of the is not in the lion. Who knows what he did with Quiche? These are things that we'll need answers to. Yo, questions that need answers. A hundred percent. Where the fuck is Quiche? <laughs> How long are they gone? Right. <laughs> like, oh, what's going goodness. on? Poor doggy. Poor fucking doggy. Uh, let's get right into our job news. Let me see if I can do the whole window. Yeah, let's do the whole window. Kevin Hart's show in Egypt canceled. Egyptians were reportedly outraged that he called them black. If you do a show in another country, you might want to, especially a comedic show, you might want to take the temperature of race relations where you're at. Uh, I, I blame both parties in this particular okay. story kevin you're funny you you sell out tours all over the united states when you want to move internationally i would think that you would try to figure out what they're what's funny to them mm. and tailor your approach to that um and then on the other hand egyptians you're black sorry mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're black. Now, black as an American black, no. But as in skin color, ethnicity, you are in Africa. You know, the majority of you are. I mean, Egypt is Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Am I off? No. Nah. Sometimes I'm like, wait a minute. Is. <laughs> but I know that there is colorism at play here. Mm-hmm. And you just need to educate yourselves on why that is. So I I don't have much else for this. Yeah, yeah that, it was sad. It, it's a sad. It's a sad state that we're in. But you're right. Kevin should have checked up. Let me see what's going on here. Let me see how how this works. But yeah, Egyptians, and I understand white supremacy has done a number. It's been in effect for many hundreds of years. Um, and at the bottom is blackness mm-hmm. in a white supremacy structure. And we understand that a number has been done on y'all, but it is what it is. You will be racialized as black wherever you go. <laughs> wherever you is. go. Let's move on. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Big pop-up ad. Arrest warrant issued for rapper Kodak Black in Florida. Now, some of these stories are a couple of weeks old because I was off last week. So, a Florida judge has issued an arrest warrant for rapper Kodak Black for failing a drug test while on bail for a drug charge court records show the warrant arrested excuse me the warrant was issued thursday after black whose legal name is bill capri did not appear for a scheduled drug test in early february and then days later submitted a sample that tested positive for fentanyl hey man not fentanyl dude 
This is crazy. Um, <laughs> what if he bought that sample from somebody? <laughs> you thought you was buying clean pee. <laughs> and here you are with fentanyl pee and in more trouble. Oh, man. Let's, let's, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I hope, Just, it, I hope that Kodak Black experiences growth. Good, good luck, Bill. Good luck, Bill. Moving on, Mayno checks YouTuber Bubba 100X after he asked to borrow his chain. I saw this and y'all got to stop playing with people. Absolutely. Mayno gave you the shoulder grab as a means to say stop playing. Yeah. It it was a it was a it was a little Yeah, uh Okay, bro. I see where this line is questioning is going. Mm-hmm. Let's let's chill out. Ease up. He kept going. Bubba kept going, and then you get choked out. Now, since this has re- <laughs> since this has been <laughs> that's video- the order of operations. <laughs> I mean, that's the order of operation. <laughs> since this video has made its way through social media, they both have come out and said, "Oh, this was a planned skit." Sure, jail nigga, Mr. Mayno. <laughs> it absolutely was planned. It was staged. Yes. Okay, Mayno. <laughs> Bubba's face when you grabbed him by the neck suggests that it wasn't staged. Somebody okay. didn't show up to rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop playing. I think two lessons here. Stop playing with people in public. Mm-hmm. This 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 uh practical joke thing that y'all are doing out here with real people in their lives and their livelihood and you and people feel it threatened is not funny. No, it's not. You will consequences will come. Number two, may know we know it wasn't a skit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Move it on. Um, Shaq gotta be the number one bag chaser. <laughs> I agree. Shaq's name is on everything. If you if you paid attention during the pandemic, if you was one of those people that stayed home and spent and logged a lot of time on TV, you would have seen, you would have noticed that Shaq was everywhere, selling everything. Now, this tweet in particular is showcasing some of the products that his face is on at local at your local stores, which is hilarious. But just log <laughs> some time on daytime TV and just pay attention to how many times you see Shaq, whether it's a copper uh, uh, wrist band or knee band or or something like that, whether it's the heat patches <laughs> selling. Yeah, icy hot. Yeah, icy hots. <laughs> He's selling the copper uh, a performance band. I saw him out here in Sketchers. Yes, he's he's pumping everything. So he's to see this, pizza. he's sweat. selling insurance. <laughs> and according to this tweet, he's selling pregnancy tests, <laughs> a grill and press that's very similar to what a George Foreman would look like, and he's selling meat. He's got. <laughs> He's selling fucking meat. What is this? Oh is this God. is this actual beef? Angus brisket chuck and short rib beef patties. 
Shaq's Meat District. <laughs> yeah. That's a wild sale, young. His but face. Hold up. His we, fucking face. Can we go back to the to the pregnancy test though? <laughs> <laughs> because it comes with two Shaq action stickers. <laughs> <laughs> You can you can tell your man you're pregnant and then hand him a picture of Shaq in defense <laughs> mode and say, "Hey, baby, <laughs> this will make you feel better." No, uh, a Shaq pregnancy test that's over ninety percent accurate is nuts because we all know what his free throw percentage was. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh. I, I love it. Sell it all. Get that bread, Shaq. Get it. Let's move on. TikToker covers parents' kitchen and peanut butter as a prank. You can find a lot of pranks on social media these days, but this one is just nutty. <laughs> I get uh, it. A TikToker in Pennsylvania spent hours covering his parents' kitchen and peanut butter as a prank. Um, that included the cabinets, appliances, light fixtures. He didn't miss a spot. Corbin Millet says he pranks his parents almost every day. This time, his dad was certainly not amused. Millet says the cleanup took about three hours because the peanut butter filled all the crevices. That's a lie. If he's... <laughs> That's my first beef with this. <laughs> Man. That kitchen isn't clean. No. Not in no fucking three hours. Not in three hours. Not based on the pictures of... Not not based on these pictures. Mm-mm. That, that fucking shit is not clean at all. And I thought we was getting a picture of it, but it stopped for some reason. Anyway, there it is. And then it's, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, if you've seen it on on social media, you know how much peanut butter was spread around. It looked nuts. And then for him to say he cleaned it up in three hours, his parents are pissed. That kitchen is not clean. That's something you got to bring in a professional team to do. Especially since you covered all the appliances. Do you know how nasty... Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Whatever. Like, if if he does this on the regular, perhaps he's a cat that TikTok is paying. Whatever money you got for this post, all of it is, is coming to me. If I'm the parent, I'm taking all of it. Mm-hmm. We're getting this professionally dealt with and don't come back here. Because I don't no, give a gotta- fuck about... Nah. I don't give a fuck about your content or whatever's going on. You, you're not welcome here anymore. You, you gotta go. You definitely gotta go. Alright. I don't know why my browser is acting really weird, but here we go. Alright. Angela Jolie once tried to hire a hitman to kill her because she felt a murder would be easier on her family than for her to actually commit suicide. The hitman allegedly talked her out of it by asking her to wait one month. <laughs> what is it? What does it mean? What is it? What is it about this shit that got you fucked up? Yeah. Because first of all, Angelina Jolie just can call up a hitman. I can't. <laughs> I, I personally don't know a hitman, but she has a hitman with a heart of gold. Who was like, <laughs> "Fuck this money, baby girl. <laughs> you need to be here." Yeah. If you still feel the same in a month, fine. But right now, I'm not gonna do it. 
That's well, wild shit. I'm thinking her hitman was a fan and recognized her. <laughs> and was Wait, like, can we get another salt? Right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I heard Tomb Raider was coming back and I would love to see you in that. You know what I'm saying? What about the kids? <laughs> like... <laughs> Wait, you mentioned the movie, then you mentioned the kids. <laughs> As a fan, that's where my head would go first. First, the movies, then oh shit, you got a rack of kids. Think of them. Think of them. All right, let's move on. Elizabeth Holmes wants to delay her prison sentence after giving birth to her second child. Yo, she is still no. trying to scam everybody. Yet. Fuck this hoe. Put her ass in jail. You go know to jail. Many- People are separated from their kids in prison. No, fuck her. Do not pass go. Because she's going to end up pregnant every fucking year. She- <laughs> until y'all until y'all forget. Nah. If the judge does this, like, what the fuck are we doing here? This is because all, you- he's, gonna, he's the white privileged judge then. That's all it is. Yeah, because I'm like, how many Latino, how many white women, Latino women, black women, are in jail now separated from their kids. Right. Let's keep it funky. Just because she has a little bit of a name doesn't mean that she should be able to bond with her kids. Fuck that. Them kids belong to the state now. (laughs) Or her parents. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? When women have literally been shackled while giving birth and then their baby taken and then they go the fuck back to jail. Nah, B. All right. Now we're shifting gears a little bit. We're going to move on. Did you take a look at the Chris Rock special last week? No. This was on purpose. That is correct. But uh, I just want to point out, we've had conversations before. If y'all are active listeners, y'all can go into the archives. I have mentioned that I'm not one of the people who got on social media and claimed that Chris Rock was never funny. But remember we were talking about how comedians evolve and mm-hmm. and some have not. Mm-hmm. And I discussed the fact that for a long time, Chris Rock has been placating white folks. So I stopped being a fan a while, a while back, but I'm never going to say that he was never funny. I'm gotcha. not on that. I'm, I'm not on that. You're not one of them. But I had no interest in this. All right. Well, uh, this came out. This tweet came out uh, a few days before the special, mm. where Chris Rock, um, where it was reported that Chris Rock had been polishing up material about Will Smith ahead of his live performance. Um, and the quote was: "The other day I watched Emancipation just so I could watch him get whipped. Uh, the thing people want to know: Did it hurt? Hell yeah, it hurt. He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. Even in in." made it movies i'm a zebra he's a fucking shark i got hit so hard i heard summertime ringing in my ears these are actually jokes these jokes did indeed make it to the special i watched it the petty in me enjoyed him getting his licks back Mm. i'll i'll just admit to that the petty in me enjoyed him getting his licks back the the sensitive part of me did not enjoy how he did it. If that I makes sense. You. It does. So we were all waiting for a response. I, I think um, a lot of us who are in, who are still interested in Chris Rock's com- comedy. Um, 
I, I will root for let me let me back up. I will root for a comedian knowing what you just said about his lack of progression in technique and delivery mm-hmm. and how he placates. I'm still one of those that believes, come on, Chris. Right. Like you right. you were so funny back. Like, I know you could do it. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I watched to see if he could overcome that. Mm-hmm. And and he didn't. Okay. He he didn't. I think anybody who is a listener of our show who heard us talk about it um, in detail in a pre in uh, in a previous episode and watch this latest Netflix special could come to the same conclusion. He it's not it's not growing up, right? He he he. His comedy is the equivalent of of low hanger. He he does low hanger fruit comedy. Mm-hmm. And while I did chuckle in a couple of bits that he did, the ones that were supposed to be the hard-hitting ones, the Will Smith, I found myself just sitting there with my mouth open, like, really rooting for him in a sense of a fight rather than something being funny, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I, at one point, I was verbally yelling, get him, Chris, get him. Not because it was funny, but because I know you're agitated. I Get know this shit. Off. Yes, yes. Was it funny? No. Did you need to get your shit off? Great. Did I like the way it did it? You did it? No. Mm. So I find it very difficult. There's something going on between him and Jada. <laughs> I, I don't know what it... I mean, people have pulled up clips of him. I don't know what it is that he has against Jada. I have yet to see the evidence, you know, the actual thing that she said about him or to him that would make him snap like this. It's been crazy, though. He's been on. He's been on one with Jada since 97, since he had... His remember his late night show on HBO. Mm-hmm. That's when he started targeting her specifically in public, and you know a lot of people theorize that you know at some point in Hollywood he tried to get with her, tried to date her, and it didn't work. And from there, but that's speculation, though. That's right? speculation. Okay. That's, um, yeah. I will say that I saw people uh, talking about Marlon Wayne's special, um, who I also don't don't watch. But people were saying that, you know, don't front. Jada was it for a long time in Black Hollywood, and a lot of people were trying to get with her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the context in which he was bringing that about, but. Folks on social media were like, "This, this is kind of what it seems like." It's personal. It yeah. feels personal. It feels super personal. And even though he attacked Will and he dedicated probably the last ten minutes of the of the of the, of the stand up to that situation, it still felt like it was more aimed at, at Jada. It still felt like a lot of the vitriol was aimed at Jada, and it was crazy to me. But again, like I said, the inner petty in me wanted to see him get back at the slap. Mm-hmm. But I tuned in for a comedy show. Right, right. And of the hour or so performance, he probably got 
maybe 10 minutes worth of laughs out of me. Mm. So that's my, t- that, that was my breakdown. Um, I don't have much to say. I don't have to rewatch it ever. Gotcha. <laughs> like I will go back and rewatch a Joe Coy special. I will go back oh, and yeah. rewatch Sebastian Manicalco. Um, his older specials. I, I have to admit that the, the latest Sebastian Manikowski. Nah. Something something's off. Something's off with him. Uh, <laughs> I'll go back and watch uh Cat Williams. I think his yep. most recent one I, I just watched. Um I watched the Chelsea Handler joint that you recommended. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it, it's it's I have very little space. I watched some more. Um I was entertained. I don't have to watch it again. I couldn't get through that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, she, for that one, I feel like she needed to find her rhythm. Mm-hmm. And she did near the end of the show. Okay. Okay. Um, so she, she progressively she, got, she got to, with, she yeah. got to, okay. Um, but again, I don't have to watch it again. Got you. Um, but yeah, yeah man, it's, <laughs> Comedy is tough, man. It's really it is. T- it, 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 the, the parameters of 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 the parameters have changed. the The goalposts has moved. You can't do what you did 10, 20 years ago. You have to grow up. You have to mature. You have to constantly work on your craft. And I think that's why we see so many comedians from our past leave the leave the stage. Yeah. But also, one more thing, though. A lot of comedians rode this cancel culture wave. You can't talk about being canceled at a sold-out show or when you've gotten 20-something <laughs> million from Netflix or when you... There's some... You, you can't... If you standing if you standing in the alley cracking jokes talking about cancel culture, cool. Got you. Yes. <laughs> Got you. But if you nah, at the nah. coffee shop, <laughs> if, you at the, if you at the local pot belly trying to get your jokes off, okay... <laughs> But otherwise, yeah, that that trope is dead too. Yeah, yeah, I gotta chill. Yeah, definitely gotta chill. All right, let's move on. Alex Murdoch sentenced to life in prison for murdering his wife and son. I still have yet to watch these documentaries. But remember when we broke this story because he yep. paid somebody to shoot him in the head on the side of the road and yes. went to yes. the hospital in Georgia. And I was telling you how this name rings in South Carolina mm-hmm. and black folks. if you believe in hell black folks in south carolina believe that the whole lineage of this family is in hell (laughs) but uh yeah he looks like a demon (laughs) he he looks like a demon just that little footage (laughs) (laughs) yo the joint about his son his son looked like a demon young that the younger one yeah the one who who got killed uh and who killed a young lady lady yep yeah that whole i gotta finish that one i started it and i i'm terrible i know i need to go to bed at a certain time i'll Mm. put something on and knock out (laughs) i need to watch that during the day when i'm up and get some caffeine and do it so i'll definitely take a look but i yeah this story rang off social media took it ran with it i saw a whole lot of people who are from, who had South Carolina in their profile, like, fuck that nigga. Yo. Like, y'all went hard in the paint. Yeah, It's real. Yeah, so a lot of, and, and, and a lot of talk about um, 
just a good old boy network that he was a part of. He's they're not the only family Mm-mm. in South Carolina that does things like this. So a lot of people talk about, yep, go get such and such. Go get yeah. let's do it. Let's yeah. get it. But for his family to have been the law in mm-hmm. that county, to be mm-hmm. the prosecutors, to be, you know, that that's a different kind of fucked up, man. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um Moving on, back that thing up, rapper Juvenile now has new Urban South Brewery beer. I'm sorry, can you say back that thing up, rapper again? <laughs> look at this, look at this can, yeah. I am so buying this. I am so, I need to figure out how to get my hands on this. Oh, Juvie a, Juice? Juvie Juice, yeah. It does Especially sound like if it's it, fire, though. Especially if it tastes like a Arnold Palmer, hey Slim. Yes, <laughs> we we in there. I might have to buy. I might have to ship some to everybody. Let me get let me get my hands on some, and I'm gonna ship it to <laughs> UNC major. We'll do a taste test. Back that thing up, rapper <laughs> Juvenile now has new Urban South Brewery beer. Uh, and shout out to him. Shout out to rappers finding other ways to get to the bag. We just yeah. talked about Shaq selling everything from <laughs> pregnancy tests to meat. Yes, Juvie. Yeah. I want Juvie juice. I, I want Juvie juice as well. Juvie you juice is a that's hard... a half and half? <laughs> what? <laughs> Juvie juice is a hard version of half lemonade, half iced tea. The New Orleans native Terrius Gray is better known as Juvenile, and he's known for his smash hit, Back That Thing Up. In a press release, Jacob Landry, founder and president of Urban South Brewery, said, We are really excited about our collaboration with Juvenile. Juvie Juice is inspired by his favorite drink, the Arnold Palmer, and this is also the brewery's first time releasing a hard iced tea, and we are excited about how the formula turned out. I'm I'm down. I'm in. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. So hopefully we get and it's five percent, so it's not gonna put me to sleep, listener. Come on, man. You hit your greasy bro car, though, for the... <laughs> Good job with that story, B. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to hit... I'm going to save this tab because I'm going to hit that link and see if we can't get a couple cases shipped out. Um, Let's move on. Two men shoot and kill bald eagle with plans to eat it. <laughs> I had what to read that to make sure... Major wasn't involved with that because I feel like he <laughs> would be like bald eagle wings. Yeah. <laughs> you trying, trying to get eagle meat? <laughs> yeah. You're wild. You're a wild motherfucker. Now I will I will say I've watched I, I log a lot of time with uh this show on Discovery Channel, Life. Life at the North Pole or some shit, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. And they shoot a lot of wild birds. But even them, even these motherfuckers that gotta hunt for their like for livelihood, yeah. know to leave the bald eagle alone. There's seasons, there's times, there's reasons. There's never a bald eagle season. <laughs> it's never. You can never, never, never kill the bald eagle. These motherfuckers are crazy, yeah. Uh, they're big as shit too. You gotta be a bold motherfucker. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen one up? At, you're like, I've seen down? an eagle. Yes, they're scary. 
They're scary as fuck. You wild as shit for one bald, <laughs> bald eagle wing. <laughs> but they confiscated the eagle meat, though. What you think they did? <laughs> oh, oh, Nebraska. Oh, somebody ate that meat. Somebody ate it. Somebody, yeah. somebody took that joint and, and went ahead and grilled it. Because what you gonna do? Throw it in the trash? You gonna right. burn it? You gonna burn it? You might as well cook it. You might as well cook it up. Might as well cook it. Might as well throw some sauce on it. See what it do. But in Nebraska, I never have a reason to go to Nebraska. All right, this homie went on a rampage last week. He went live on TikTok. He went live. I saw him on TikTok. Well, I don't have TikTok. I saw him on Instagram. He was talking about, you know, him not wearing a condom. Him not pulling out and how it's the woman's responsibility. My man said he to, never heard of a vasectomy till no. a couple of days ago. <laughs> and fuck that. <laughs> he wants, he has how many baby mamas? Seven. I forgot the number. Seven baby mamas. And he don't take care of none of them because he told them women he ain't want to be a daddy. And, you know, one of our listeners wanted us to address this, but I'm not even going to address the the seven baby mama issue or how, how he sounded or whatever. I want to get into the fact that he mentioned that these women were jump offs mm-hmm. as to suggest that there will come a time where it was almost like, let me let me leave the door open for women to still fuck with me. Because yeah. if I don't see you as a jump off, then I'll be no, 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 you won't. Like this whole this whole idea that men perpetrate where when the right one comes along, they're gonna change. I'll be the right guy. It doesn't it doesn't go like that. He's he's displaying his entire character right here. Yep. Um but he he made it was interesting to me that he made that point to separate the the types of women these are they deserve that treatment i'm not going to be this way for a woman that i'm really trying to be about and that's false yeah because he says nice. some of them rich some of them poor some of them classy some of them ratchet but all of them in that moment were jump offs. Right. But yeah. <laughs> this uh particular trope was uh spewed in my household mm. in a not so um vulgar way. But it was expressed that men have the ability to do just this, to go away. So if you do choose to lay down with a man, if you do choose to have sex, understand that there are men like this out there and that it will become your responsibility if you decide to have the baby. And then almost in a tone of because my parents' religion, there was no choice that I was going to have this baby. Mm. Now, I feel like if I had a deeper conversation with my mom, all of this was like, speculative you know i'm 14 15 at mm-hmm. the time so it's not really it's kind of like rhetoric almost don't do this because if you do this then you'll probably wind up doing this and th- that type of shit yeah. right but it's still damaging for a young woman to hear growing up in that household yeah i feel like 
since I was never in that situation and never, we never dug a little deeper into the conversation. But if I had and had a conversation with my mom more so than my father, Mm. we would have got to the nitty gritty of these type of, you know, how she really feels about it. I feel like a lot of times my mom spent a lot of time just ignoring my dad mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when he said wild shit. Oh, he you know over there talking. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. And that if, you know, we're not in that situation, so I'm not going to dig deeper into it. And I've had conversations with my mother and as an adult said, hey, we should have dug into it. Yeah. Because let me tell you what that rhetoric did for me as an adult. I did not trust a dude at all. Mm. It was never, I never, I can list on one hand with one finger how many times I had unprotected sex with a man. Mm-hmm. One time, one dude, that's it. And the level of trust was so high because of all of this rhetoric that I heard in the house. And because I grew up with a dad that said niggas ain't shit. Mm. <laughs> so like I'm taking, he's a nigga. I'm going to take his <laughs> word for it. <laughs> but I don't think he understood the, the amount of damage that that rhetoric does to a woman in the sense of making it wholly our responsibility to be the parental uh, to be the parents. Now, I told you I was gonna be. I told you I was gonna be anti, Miss Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be baby mama number four, five, six, and seven. I can't be baby mama number three, four, five, six, and seven. I can't be baby mama number two, three, four, five, six, and seven. I hate to victim blame, but if I'm looking, are we looking, are are we doing enough to understand who we laying down with? Or is it just, I'm drunk, you drunk, let's fuck and deal with the consequences later. I can understand that scenario. If I'm actively dating, see, I don't know enough about how this all happened. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's actively dating these women what does he define as a jump off? Is it just a one night stand or is it a situation where I'm dating a bunch of jump offs? I feel like they became jump offs when they said that they were pregnant. Okay. <laughs> See, all right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even want to, can, can I move on please? I'm starting to, I'm starting to burn. My if back I, is burning. Can I just speak on something real quick? Sure. I, this, in this instance, I hate, what this says about men contrary to what Mm. some listeners might believe i am not a man hater um i am such a believer in men that i understand how patriarchy hurts men as well um, Mm. and why it should be dismantled but this idea that men have zero sexual discipline have zero accountability and that is the norm that you should expect that's very dangerous that's untrue there Mm -hmm. are plenty of men who who exercise discipline there are plenty of men who are accountable for everything that they do um so this idea that you know and we all grow up with with the niggas ain't shit from from in my case 
I had a father, I think, who understood who he was and assumed that everyone was as he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't short men like that. Word. And don't, because I think, that, you know, when people talk about, oh, it's easier to have sons than daughters. Well, if you think it's easier because you're not raising your sons properly, then yeah. <laughs> but for for fathers who are actively engaged in their children's lives, they're raising their sons and their daughters to be more responsible human beings than this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to your point, you know, I wouldn't say it's victim blaming. I'm I'm a firm believer in a woman's body, a woman's choice. So you're not a victim if you chose this life. Uh, um, that point. <laughs> and Good you point. and you and you understand you understand who men are, even if it's not off rip, because you know, people can present one way or another, but there comes a point where they let you know what they will and won't do. And uh and then you just gotta ride with it. But again, I know that I'll be damned. <laughs> just from the way this gentleman was talking nah fuck no not fuck not reproducing no. anything with that Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He, and he not fine enough no that, that part, not that at part. all <laughs> let's move on two dead in stampede at Glorilla concert in New York unfortunately that has moved to three someone else has succumbed to their injuries oh my goodness yeah man Um, this is not new and this is not siloed or, or it may feel like it with the Travis Scott incident. This is not just a hip hop thing. Mm -mm. There's several stories from the past of rock venues, other genres having the same outcome, the same tragic ending. And because the name on the ticket is the more noteworthy name, they're often blamed for the mishaps of a venue. Um, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be blamed, but I think that some of the blame needs to be spread around. Spread like, you know, yes, yes, uh, Glorilla and team need to figure out a way to work with the venue, to work with the promoter, to get the thing set up in a way that you don't have outcomes like this. Maybe we need to look at capacity levels again. Maybe we need to look at, you know, who inspected the building was there adequate room and time for people to, to, to move accordingly. These things are not, solely on the artist is what I'm saying. Now, whew, let's get into the meat of this. Glorilla performed at the 65th annual at Grammy Awards on Sunday, and uh, Sunday, February 5th, 2023 in Los Angeles, a crowd pushed toward the exits of a concert in Rutsch. Oh, this is the picture. Yeah, that's to demonstrate. Okay. Yeah, the picture. Yeah. Why didn't they separate it? That's so weird. Like, look at this. Yeah. I, that's, I what people is just, going on with People just trying to get the news out. 
Okay. It's not journalism no more. It's we need to get the the headline out. Okay. A crowd pushed towards the exits of a concert in Rochester, New York, amid apparent fears that shots have been fired, killing one person and injuring eight others. But like you said, now the toll death toll is up three. Yeah. Police found no evidence to support a shooting had occurred inside the concert late Sunday, March fifth, uh, that was featuring Glorilla. Glorilla and finesse two times at the Main Street Armory in Rochester. So, the police have determined that there were no shots fired. However, when you scream shots inside of a venue, in a packed venue, pandemonium is going to ensue. People are going to start running towards the exits, trying to protect themselves. And the death toll of three was the result of a stampede of people trying to get to the exits uh, of this venue. Um, My condolences to the family members and friends of those three who lost their lives. Um, It'll be interesting to see where the law moves in this. Um, But I, I just, yeah, this is just a sad story. Do you have anything for this, Miss Janelle? Any it's just thing to you add? know, it's one of those things where, in 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 instances like this, and I, I again, I see the difference between this and the situation with the Travis Scott. It wasn't a, a situation where people were like, "Hey, Glow, can you stop rapping for a second? Because you know, so that mm-hmm. was a difference in this, but. I think that, like you said, responsibility is spread. I've been at places where I'm like, this looks like too many people. Mm -hmm. And position myself near the door or depending on what what the cost of the event was, I need to just go. It's not worth the price I paid for me to stay here and risk whatever might be going on. Um. We have to take care with each other. If I'm in a if I'm in a situation and I think I heard a gunshot, I have to understand the gravity of what will happen if I say they shooting. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like we we have to if we see that okay, everybody's running towards a situation. And I know that when people are afraid fight flight freeze happens mm-hmm. but you you have to know yourself when you go into these situations sometimes i don't give a fuck what the little capacity sign says there's too many niggas in here the walls yep. are sweating people can't you don't have a a, a radius where you can just turn mm. <laughs> nah this is this isn't it so it's a lot of things with that we're in a situation in america in the world we're heightened Oh, a hundred. It's a yeah. lot going on. Yeah. So part of that, you know, if you're if you're a person who who attends shows, standing room only shows, shows in clubs, consider consider all of these things for your safety. Think about how well you'll function. It's certain shows I want to go to, and when I find out where it is, uh, nah, it's a wrap. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. I'm um, learning that down here. Yeah. Right? Like some of the shows, some of the artists that we love come down here and they perform at standing room only events 
and Gerasmo and I went to a joint where there was an exit where it was two floors and there was exits to outside on both floors. Mm. You know, an emergency exit to get out on both floors. And you don't see that typically. Right. Right. So I told her, while I'm not a fan of standing events, I will come back to this venue mm-hmm. because in the event that something breaks out, I know I could get out of here. At that door, that door, that door. I don't right. have to utilize the steps, and I can stay away from people. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So I get it, and it's not our favorite. You know, the older I get, and the older Gerasmo gets in particular, she's not a fan of being in a crowd like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's really, you know, you'd be hard pressed to to see her. Like it took a lot for her to enjoy the Anita Baker concert because of the venue, right. you know, and that was sitting. We were in an arena, but it's just the sheer numbers, yeah. you know, and if something were to break out, it, it really does heighten her anxiety. And so you have to take care with people and you have to know, like you said, you know yourself, know how you are. And I knew soon as that last, soon as Anita <laughs> did that last, <laughs> we were up and out of there. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like it was one of those things that, or no, actually, I'm sorry, the opposite. As soon as she was done we sat and, and let a whole crowd let go people, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but that's the thing sometimes you need to know when and how you can move sometimes yep. you need to know when i need to wait yep you know it's yes, but it's a sad situation all around man yeah um let's move on oh, sunny d abomination <laughs> is making if you want me to get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> that's all you gotta say Sunny D is making vodka seltzers. This is not big soda. What chemical is that in in the seltzer? Because I don't even know what I don't know what Sunny D is. It's not juice. No. What is in that vodka seltzer? Yellow. Okay. <laughs> Which we know the results. We know the studies. We know other countries don't sell yellow. <laughs> they don't allow you to consume yellow. <laughs> That's that's the number one ingredient in this is yellow. Jesus. Do do the young folks still fuck with Sunny D? <laughs> Cuz I don't really see too many commercials, but I, I also recognize that I don't watch the the same programming as yeah, young folks do. Yeah, so yeah. it's not marketed to us to Yeah, the, to when, the I never see the Sunny D commercials, so Nah, man. I just right. knew in the when I was young, and I was like, "Wait, you moving past actual orange juice? You moving past purple stuff? Like <laughs> my grape Kool Aid was the shit. Like you moving past all of this shit to get to, to get Sunny, to Sunny D? D. <laughs> we got OJ purple stuff, <laughs> Sunny D, Sunny D. That was a Sunny D. That was never my answer. <laughs> never. I always stopped at purple stuff. It was Sunny D and Tang had our our counterparts in the chokehold. Yeah, I remember convincing my mom to buy Tang once, <laughs> and she never bought it again. And I wasn't disappointed that she never bought it again. I was like, "What am I? What are my classmates drinking? What the fuck is this?" No. And then I didn't realize how poverty stricken some of my <laughs> classmates were either. Because instead of buying the little sugar packs, you know, the little candy that had the candy dip sticks. Yeah. 
they would make their own using Tang and Sunny D powder. Are you? So you, they would be on a bus with a Ziploc bag filled with Tang powder and sugar and use it like a, a spoon to eat that dry instead of getting the dipping packs from 7-Eleven. <laughs> Where you can eat the utensil and the powder, you can, like right. if you go to got the candy stick, to... and we talk about sugar, like, let's right. do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you broke you brokeies was. <laughs> oh, I remember motherfuckers would uh cut the end off the yeah or out of the ziplock bag, the ziplock zip bag, bag. And be looking fucked up and crusty. Yeah, I, yeah. that was all bad. And it was all bad. Yeah. I didn't realize the level of poverty we were going to school with. Yeah. Right, that was right. crazy. Yeah. Or the hood shit. Maybe it was just Maybe hood shit. Because a lot of shit. kids, a lot of them kids did have money, but that shit was just hood shit. Yeah. No. By, the, by the dipstick. By the <laughs> dipstick. Yeah, it's fine. All right, let's get into it. BTCEO Deborah Lee claims founder Bob Johnson threatened her career when she attempted to break up. Mm-mm-mm. quote okay if you're going to break up with me let's go on let's get on the phone and tell people you're leaving right now hey yo bob you yo, sound nuts yeah you trash. sound crazy but yo you remember when you know it was a joke when she became the ceo that it seemed like she was trying to destroy bet like the Whoa. programming went trash and everything like yo you think that might be you know what fuck you fuck your legacy <laughs> fuck your legacy fuck this network fuck everything we doing all trash tv all bullshit oh, yes. we're gonna have r kelly blowing his <laughs> playing his flute dancing all around oh wait a minute that was an episode of boo jocks my bad <laughs> yeah yeah the boo docs had some great takes, yeah. Some awesome takes with Deborah Lee, Tyler Perry, and Yo. R. Kelly. There's some awesome, awesome episodes dedicated to those three figures right there. Uh, okay, so former BET CEO Deborah Lee is telling all in her new memoir. I love this. And this is what motherfuckers got to realize. When you do dirt, you almost have to kill the people, right? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying. <laughs> Your face, you. We're not really. We, this ain't. This ain't no video, right? <laughs> no, I need no, nobody no, no, no. to see your face. <laughs> you said we all got to kill people, right? You never know when the memoirs coming out. Hey, the memoir, the book deal, uh, 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 and then something like this turns into a miniseries, turns into a movie. Mm. Documentaries are gonna come. I know a lot of people who used to work for BET when it was headquartered in the DC in area. DC, yeah. There's a lot of stories. Yeah. A lot of stories. And, and, and a lot of people feel very protective over their colleagues and counterparts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever met someone who worked for BET, I have. but they are very protective over their colleagues and counterparts because it was a vibe. It was a thing, right? You mm-hmm. work for BT. That was a major, major thing. That was a major job to have at DC as a black professional. And so a lot of shit was kept covered up under the guise of 
this is our shit. We got to keep it tight. We got to. But on the same token, these type of things that occurred that our account, our, our, our friends and those colleagues may or may not have heard whispers about this shit is, is, is detrimental to BET. It's, it's, it's also very hurtful for the brand. And so I jokingly said you almost got to kill him, but you, Bob would have to kill a lot of people. Yeah. Cause he's hurt a lot of people and he's manipulated a lot of people. And the, the way he ran BET while it was, uh, at its peak, a lot of people have come out and stories have started to seep out about financial mm-hmm. misappropriations, um, hiring practices mm-hmm. that were trash, uh, sexual harassment claims that were egregious. And then here you got the CEO or former CEO saying, yeah, I was also a victim. I'm about to write a book right. and tell all. This is crazy, man. This is wild. I remember uh, when the news broke, when she was talking to Robin Roberts, yo, black Twitter went ham. And mm-hmm. all the former employees that I know who have a Twitter chimed in. <laughs> they was just. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, <laughs> and matter of fact, and matter of fact, and let's not forget about AJ and like Mammoth was, <laughs> Mammoth was going in. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I really, I, I don't particularly care for reading just in general. Mm-hmm. Right. I do it for the show. <laughs> I don't have any desire to read this tell all a, because it's reading B because I'm just not a fan of this type of, I'll wait for the documentary. I'll wait you. for the visuals for this. But they will be oof. there. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They already, it's, it's tailor made. They plating it up now. It's going to be a BET. They're going to get Tank. <laughs> Tank going to play Bob. They're going to get uh, Latoya Luckett. It's going to play Deborah. Play Deborah. Yo, there I already is. got the cast right there. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Ex-NBA star Sean Kemp released from jail after arrest and drive-by shooting investigation. Hey, yo, Sean, you got you. But this was all, this was all, the way that they did this headline was all bad. It was all bad? Yeah, it was. All right, former NBA star Sean Kemp was released from jail on Thursday after a drive-by shooting investigation in Tacoma. Prosecutors say right now they are not filing charges against the former supersonic. Kemp was booked into jail in connection with a drive-by shooting outside of Tacoma Mall, but was released a day later after no charges were filed. The shooting call came into police just before 2 p.m. on Wednesday. Shots were fired from a passing vehicle in a parking lot on the north side of the mall near the Courtesy Tire Store. Police said nobody was hurt in the shooting and that the suspect initially identified as as a 53-year-old man was detained at the scene. Oh, so this was mistaken identity. It sounds like sources well, close. Go ahead. Go no read read it because I was about to say whatever was happening. <laughs> sources close to Kip told Fox 13's David Rose that he had property stolen from his car on Tuesday. Tracked his phone, tracked his iPhone to Tacoma on Wednesday, and when he approached the vehicle, a suspect shot at him. 
he fired back in self-defense. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was like for them to call it a drive-by shooting and that's crazy and sensationalize it in that way. I think was trash because it it really wasn't what they said it was. So. No, that's and crazy. they're not filing charges against him. But they just had him looking crazy on the on the cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. The shot looked nuts. The yeah, they they didn't. And and I had to dig deeper with this because Sean Kemp, I was a fan. Rain Man was the shit when he was the shit. So you you're not just gonna do my man like that. That's not. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy because the you're right. Initially, without digging into the story, I was thinking, oh, here goes Sean back on coke, <laughs> doing some dumb shit again. That's fucked up how they wrote this. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend Erica Herman or Her- or Herman has accused a golf her, her man. man. <laughs> her man is funny. Yeah. Erica Herman has accused the golf star of tricking her into leaving his Florida mansion under the guise of going on a short vacation only to lock her out. I like this. I like this for Tiger. This is the safe way to get somebody out of your house. Uh, if you're done with them, if you don't want another repeat offense of your form of your ex, you know, attacking you with whatever the fuck she attacked him with. A golf club. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is a good way to avoid all that. I like this. I like this for Tiger. He's learning some things. Yeah, babe, let's go. Let's let's take a t- quick trip to the Bahamas. We're gonna have a nice little let's let's figure some things out. We'll we'll work on it together. Let's go. I'll meet you at the airport. I have some things I need to do real quick. <laughs> Here's my problem. Here's my problem with this, right? What? They no, they've been they've been on the outs for a while and there was an agreement that she was gonna be able to stay at the house for a predetermined amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. If we already job beefing, you can't come to me and say, "Yeah, baby, we gonna go to Cancun." I know, I I see what this is. <laughs> You're smarter. I see what this is. You're not Erica Herman, though. <laughs> <laughs> we not automatically back. You know what I mean? Back in good graces because you talk about a vacation. Nah, she's. <laughs> The keys. <laughs> the locks have been changed. Your keys do that work. Yeah. But if I live here because we had a separation agreement, you know what I mean? And basically mm-hmm. it was, you know, they weren't married, but it was a situation where we're splitting. Okay. I'm going to give you this set amount of time to get yourself together. You can stay here in the meantime. And I guess he just got tired of her being there. But you, you're yeah. not gonna finesse me with a vacation, nah. That's not gonna work on you, nah. Not another trip to uh, Cancun, little trip, little <laughs> quick, quick flight to Puerto Rico. Mm-mm. Work not things out, even if that was the spot. Like I bet you, he used the spot where they really got got it. You know, they got oh, they love. Oh, it. absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, baby. Remember that trip to Costa Rica. <laughs> Let's recreate yeah. that magic. Let's recreate. We gonna we gonna work on it. Nah, that bitch get out. Yoink. Yoink. <laughs> Tyrese is claiming that he had a bad reaction to depression medication. Um, during the time where he was having all these outbursts, and 
wild experiences on social media, including falsely claiming that Will Smith gave him $5 million. <laughs> if you're not familiar, this was years ago. Where he just, he was on Instagram heavy, just yeah. repeatedly doing wild stuff. and Like you see the um, memes now. With- yeah. <laughs> This was an actual factual thing that occurred. He was crying over his ex. Crying over his child. Crying over his child. It was a lot going on there. And I think some of his closest friends and family alluded to the fact that this is not him. There's something else going on here. And we could be damned about that. We was getting our jokes off. (laughs) So... To hear years later that this was a bad reaction to medication, given that he's been somewhat uh, stable in the past few years, yeah. kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, he's still yeah. not smart. No, no, never, he... never did I would I ever. <laughs> but he appears to be more stable. Yes, yes. So shot. Well, you know, I'm glad that he was able to remedy whatever it was. I remember Will and Jada being like, huh? When do we Yo. <laughs> when the fuck do we get that man five million dollars? <laughs> it's wild when you your name gets thrown into a lie that's so egregious that you just like uh, what I, I really gotta write a statement. I really gotta call my PR people. <laughs> About this? About oh, Tyrese? What? <laughs> this is nuts. I'm really about to pay you whatever seven hundred dollars an hour the to write this statement. Because this motherfucker want to take a bad Xanax. Like, come on, yeah, crazy. But I'm glad he was able to remedy that. Like you said, um, hopefully he's on the right type of medication for whatever he was taking it for, and that that has leveled him out and he's stable and able to continue with his career yeah let's move on mexican cartel apologizes and turns over five men they say were responsible for the kidnapping of americans um we did not talk about it again we were out last week so four americans were kidnapped two were murdered while crossing the border in mexico um and apparently it was a cartel that was responsible for that well the cartel said we don't want no smoke from the <laughs> fbi or the americans so we'll do the investigation we'll figure it out for mm-hmm. you we we're got gonna our hog- hr department on it we are we are <laughs> hog tying these five niggas up and <laughs> delivering them over the state and placing an anonymous tip <laughs> on the hot line we got this got this nice apology card and <laughs> slim <laughs> Because we need to keep pumping these drugs in there. We we need to keep that deal in place. Yes. Yes. It has been addressed. Yes. No need to come. Y'all get... <laughs> we are good. No need, to, no need to fly that CIA agent down here to talk with us. Right. We understand. Yep. And we took care of it. So that's basically... I don't know about you, but that's what I got from this. Yes. Like, <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> We'll keep the pot. No, no, no. no. Our deal remains. <laughs> Everything's in order. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. As- asteroid headed towards Earth may arrive on Valentine's Day, twenty forty six. Miss Janelle, how are you celebrating? Boy, <laughs> I am buck naked for the asteroid. 
23 years from now. Yes. My titties might be knees, but fuck it. I'm (laughs) buck naked, dipped in chocolate, with (laughs) waiting for the. I got a rose in between my teeth, waiting for the asteroid. So we gonna are we getting together and have a dinner like that Netflix movie? (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) We're gonna let it ride. We're gonna get together, do lines of coke, heroin. Run up the bill, eat crazy. Like, yeah, we ordering everything. We doing it all. Mm-hmm. And we just waiting I'm for the you. asteroid. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. We going to go out. We going to go out. That's all I got for John News. Ms. Janelle, I do have a, a little bit of a story, but I'll okay. save that. Uh, I'll save that for another time. Damn it. Why are you going to? Okay. Why are you going to tickle, okay. tickle nipples and then be like, nah, nah. All right. Friday night. Uh-huh. I decided to take a trip, a local trip. Okay. I had some uh, fine fungi, uh-huh. a rather large fungi, you know, something a little larger than I normally okay. consume. And it was, it was probably the most enlightening experience I've ever had in my entire life. Gerasmo uh, and the rest of the house were applauding me <laughs> for my for my randomness. Okay, and the things that I was just appreciating. Everything was so beautiful, mm. and it was it was one of those trips where the colors came alive. Okay, everything I heard had a had a had a visual. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes. So if I'm listening to someone speak and I close my eyes, I could see the I could see the 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 sound if that makes sense. I was bugging, yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> I couldn't stop shaking my leg. I couldn't stop dancing. Mm. I was doing like a a bop the entire time. <laughs> and then my the my tear ducts i couldn't stop crying i experienced what you, you experienced <laughs> you know how you get you the laughing me. and the te- yes yeah and it wouldn't stop it would not stop my tears would just they just kept flowing and then i then my fucking sagittarius ass overthinks the shit i turned to gerasma i was like do you think this is a cleanse like (laughs) (laughs) oh i was bugging young it was it was amazing it was so fucking amazing and just and it lasted a very long time i'm exhausted that's probably why i dreamt about oversleeping for this podcast because i was exhausted i spent the majority of yesterday chilling just kind of like regathering myself and and figuring out my next move because it was cleansing in a way okay but man what an experience Uh, i cannot (sighs) for those of you who are interested and who have taken trips like that let's salute salute that was the most i've ever consumed that's probably the furthest i would ever go 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what the next level is. I don't want to know what the next level is. I just know that I pushed myself beyond uh, what I was normally, you know, consuming. And that's about where I want to, yeah, that's about where I want the trips to take me every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And do you have a plug for this? Oh, I got you. Okay, hundred percent. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. And they're local because I this was from my trip during the holidays. Uh-huh. So great. Uh-huh. Yeah, I will definitely share that with you. Yeah, I would. I too would like to uh, to experience oh, you, such. A- you just know everything. I ate Del Taco, and you couldn't tell me it was a it wasn't a five star meal. <laughs> Like it wasn't Michelin quality, right? Cuisine, but when your senses get heightened in that journey, you're right. It, it is an appreciation mm-hmm. because I think that you're able to experience things to experience things with your whole self. Yes, is is a is a good feeling. I think uh, your whole but that's a great way of putting it my whole body appreciated everything yeah from the car ride to del taco to appreciating my lovely wife Mm -hmm. being there and supporting me the whole way to allowing me to sit in the sunroom listen to music light an incense and just appreciate all of it yeah you know what i'm saying like Songs I thought were trash, I listened to again, and <laughs> I I loved them. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like it was, it was, it was an interesting trip. Like I said, it was beyond what I normally consume. And when it started to kick in, I said, "Oh, this is going to be different." Mm-hmm. I could feel it immediately. I said, "Oh, this is going to be different." I'm in the right mind space. Yeah. I'm in the right frame of mind. I want to release. I want to relax. I want to enjoy. And I listened to probably about five songs that I was just fixated on over and over and over again. And it just, man, like I said, Del Taco, that taco was probably <laughs> trash, but I loved it. I ordered, and I ordered a lot of food from Del Taco. <laughs> I woke up yesterday and it was more Del Taco like, in the, the fridge. I was like, what did I <laughs> How about, Where is this receipt? What? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, good time. Good time. I haven't done that in quite some time. And so, uh, not to that level, I'll put it like that. I've, I've done like a nice little even, we had a nice little even buzz for like, uh, for the Anita Baker show. Mm-hmm. Because we needed to drive, and you know, yeah, we, had, yeah, yeah. we had logistics things Absolutely. that we need to take care of. So we were nice and and mellow for that one. But this one was a hold on to your seat. Yeah, we going. We we taking off, and like we about that. to enjoy everything and appreciate everything. And yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. You have a touchy subject, Miss Janelle. Oh no, I want to give you. See, we we said fuck talking about our week, right? But yeah. I just want to talk about the highlight of my week. Okay. Went to my tax genie. Mm. 
I got to make that appointment. Had a session. Grease, I'm about to tell you something that I haven't been able to tell you in about seven years. You don't owe? I'm getting a fucking refund. What? Slimothy! Wait, 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 wait a minute. Where's my button? Maybe this is why he don't do it. Yo! Whoa! That is crazy. It's it's bananas. That is banana. Yo, congratulations. Yo, I gave. Well, okay. Well, let's let's roll it back a little bit. Okay. I gave him a thick ass folder with every piece of paper <laughs> that you, you <laughs> relates very, to my financial yes. self. Got you. I also because I got bust in the head last year. Um. Yeah, 21 busted my head. I put away a little bit more. Like, I deducted a little bit more. Because mm. mm-hmm. I was like, well, if worse comes to worse, I won't owe this much. Now, I still owe the feds, but I got something back from Maryland. And I haven't gotten mm-hmm. anything back in forever. You know how people are like, I'm waiting for my refund. Uh, I don't know that life. Yeah, we don't, play, we don't know that life. Right. I know that life. This I'm waiting what? for my refund, B. I love that. I've been putting it off because I know <laughs> I'm hoping the house does a little something. Right. A little it, something, yeah. something. Yeah. I really do hope that that is the case, but I do need to go ahead and get that situation started. I got to take a trip up there because I, I trust, I trust your tax GD. Yeah. That, that office has served me well. They've they've adjusted some things for me, and even though I owe, it's not as much as I was. Exactly. So yeah, um, I'm gonna stick with them until you know I find a reputable place down here. But I don't mind going up there. To, 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 like that's the price. I I I just don't mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I I I pay that money for that reason. Exactly. You know? So so I was excited that's about good that. Shit. Now my touchy subject. Real quick, especially because it's just the two of us, uh, and it's a simple question. What is mm-hmm. something that you will never again take for granted? Or that your goal is to not take Because, you know, we always fall short sometimes, but... um. The thing I will not take for granted, um, oh, wow, this is a little deep. Uh, I will not take my spouse for granted. I think I've done that in the past. Mm -hmm. I think I've done it in the past and thought that she couldn't, that she wouldn't know. Mm. And then things stopped happening that I was used to happening things that, you know, I hate to sound like an old comedy bit, but you know, when a woman's fed up or when anybody's fed (laughs) up, really, they stop doing the things that, that you took for granted that you didn't even know that you took for granted until they stopped occurring. You know what I'm saying? Like now I got to wash my clothes. Like now I got to, now instead of uh now 
she knows that I like a particular item and always has it in stock. Now it's not, Mm. you know, little things like that. Like, I don't want to get too, like, I don't want to make it seem like it's just like the things that she does for me, but that's kind of what it is. Right. right? Like I, I know I don't have to worry about certain things. I should never take that for granted though. Right. So I need to put in work on my end to make sure I'm always taking care of things for her. And at some point in our relationship, I stopped. Uh She kept doing her thing. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then it stopped. And then I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) We had to... (laughs) We had to talk it out. We We had to to figure. (laughs) (laughs) We had to make sure we was on the same page again. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that you know taking her for granted is something that I refuse to do again. And especially here, where we're in a new state, new environment, we check in with each other quite often to make sure that we are okay. Yeah. And um, and that we don't do that we don't take take each other for granted so that's what i would say how about you man my mom my mom being there for me Oof. Mm-hmm. um like the gravity she's having a procedure on the 29th and i'm shook about it mm. And it's not, it's not what would be considered major or, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I I had a breakdown. Mom. I was like, yo, my mommy is about to go under the knife mm-hmm. and I need her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 45 years old. I've got plenty of dough in the bank. I got my life in order. I need my mommy. And, um. I think I've kind of coasted because, you know, my grandma's still here and I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm used to people just being here. And like I said, while, while the situation, while the situation isn't dire, the gravity of it really hit me. Mm -hmm. And I think I just been coasting like, oh yeah, I got my mom. I got, you know what I mean? And yeah. just, just the idea that for, for, for that span of time that she's going to be in the hospital. I'm, I'm not, I'm not my You're not ready. So yeah. 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 No, I get it. I get it. Um, I get that especially coming from uh, paying my respects to a dear friend, a a family friend, you just, you do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, uh, you take for granted that these people are going to be in your lives for a long time. And um, when the reality sets in, I mean, in your situation, the reality, yeah, it starts to hit you that, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, man. While this procedure may be something that is typically 
not life threatening. Right. In the back of your mind, you're also considering age. Yeah. You're also, you know, whatever pre existing conditions that might exist. What her in recovery your family is going to look like. All yeah, of that, like. 100%. It's it it was devast it was somewhat devastating to me to see my mom immobile mm. when she was having her knee surgery. Because she's always up and out. I mean, we joke about it on the on the podcast during yeah, the they, during they, the pandemic, like why are you leaving the house them. again, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh but and, and to see her in that much pain, it it was disheartening and very much um yeah, man, I, I let me know if you need some additional support, what you need. Uh, I'll be up there probably around that time. So just Absolutely, let me know. Man. Yeah. Yeah, because I got to go see the tax genies. So <laughs> I'll be up there for a few days. <laughs> Want to catch them before, you know, they they so good at their job, they take tax week off. Yes. <laughs> So if you try to scoot in there on the on that second week of April, you out of nah, break. They on vacation. Good luck. <laughs> so I know I I need to make my appointment ASAPington, as the young kids would say. Good touchy subject, Miss Janelle. Yeah, keep me posted on that. Definitely, absolutely, for real. Um, today is daylight savings. Yeah, you. I'm fucked up. (laughs) And this is it, right? No more flipping. I I don't know, man. I remember this is it. This is the time we stay right here. That's what the government said, but I don't trust nothing. You don't trust nothing that they saying? No. Yeah, no wonder why I was jacked. I was jacked, okay? All right, that makes sense. I'm not going to be okay until like Wednesday, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, we sprung ahead, which is probably why I had the sub. I had that dream that I missed. It. Got you. Okay. All right. Wrapping everything up. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate your continued listenership. Um, for the producers, I need to figure out if C Major uploaded the audio. <laughs> I don't know. I never got a a ping. Usually. Usually the little app pings me when it's done. I didn't get that ping, so I got to figure that out, producers. That's on me. I will do that this week and get y'all visuals and everything. The email will be sent this week. That man said, I'm uh, on vacation. That man also <laughs> said he would post it, so we'll figure it out. <laughs> I will figure it out and see if maybe I missed the email or something. I really don't know. I don't want to put it all on him just yet. Mr. Janelle, you don't have faith. <laughs> You know I don't believe in that dude, man. All right, I I will definitely give him his props if it's posted. I will give him his props when he returns. See, Major, have fun. Hope you're having fun. Have fun. Uh, stay safe. Stay safe, you and your lovely lady, uh, Miss Janelle. You're out next week. Yes. You have a ball. I need you to come back with all the tales. I need y'all to come <laughs> back with the fucking. I need you to come back with. A fucking uh, uh, anaconda <laughs> purse belt, yes. <laughs> slippers. <laughs> I would try to find anaconda boots. <laughs> Y'all about to have a blast! I can't wait to hear the stories. 
when y'all get back. Um, might be joining you in Vegas. Hey. <laughs> Shout out Big Soda in a good year. Right? <laughs> but that's good shit. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at T Greasy. We are Reels of Feels. That's R E A L S N F E E L S on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Devious Dose. We will check y'all out later. Bye. Bye bye. I want to take yeah. this time to thank everybody. Yeah, yeah. You all made this possible. C-Major. In my bag, but I'm never in it. In my bag, but I'm never in it. Let's go. Hey, Rod, nah, you, you, you drive like a fool, huh? I gave you the blueprint on Dante on how you should move when you handle the product. Oh, you a fool, you looked at me as two cause you thought I was talking that rock up. It's a similar product, the way that I whip it and mix it and cause you to lock up. It's that verbal narcotic, I'm polished on how you should slice so no charges get brought up. No new faces, just your partners. But that don't mean that you don't watch them. Might have the venture from your starters. Make a new play, move in new ways, even hit them with the possum. Play dead like you ain't there when the scene's clear, then you pop up. Undertaker when they come to cake and roll a blunt and face it. Now I'm on the station. That's the way she wonder what she tasting. Now she think I laced it, cause the shit amazing. Game time, turn the ref with the shit. Ain't signed, but I'm destined to win. Hang time, she obsessed with my limp. Mankind, way I wrestle my whims. Ain't that crazy?